Hello and thanks for tuning in. I am that nerd dad, Joe Williamson. I appreciate you stopping by for a short 30-minute visit. Uh, got Was finally able to connect with CJ. You know her better as at that mom, though. Uh, she's a pretty famous Twitter mom. But uh, she is just the, the best person imaginable. And we have a really good chat. So we were supposed to do this last week. We had some serious tech issues uh, on behalf of moi being a bit of an idiot. But we fixed it. Uh, it still took two attempts. But we fixed it <laughs> and we recorded. Uh, so stay tuned for that chat after shit you may have missed. While you're here. Before we get too far into it, as always, I ask that you click subscribe or follow wherever you're listening or watching this. I greatly appreciate it. If you love the sound of my voice, tell a friend. If you hate the sound of my voice, tell someone you just fucking can't stand. Uh, so uh, let's have some fun. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. All right, first up, why is there a picture of a dirty old rusty muffler on the screen? Uh, look, a few years ago, this is a bit of a, an old teaching an old dog new tricks story. So um, my brother-in-law is particularly handy. He gets it from his dad, who was very handy. And uh, I'm very happy to say that uh, my father-in-law, who has since passed on, taught me a lot about being kind of handy and working with my hands before he passed and. That's clearly in the DNA of his son. So um, my brother-in-law likes to tinker. Um, he's not a mechanic, but he likes to tinker. And a few years ago, we started uh, changing over our own winter tires in my driveway. And we do my van, we do my wife's car, and my sister-in-law's car, and we do his truck. And uh, this year, and, and kind of every year, we've added things to it as we get more and more comfortable. For It started with just changing the tires... Then it became tires and oil changes. Um, we're comfortable replacing brake pads. But this was the first time we did a muffler. <laughs> and um, it was also the first time where we didn't screw it up enormously first. So typically when we do these sorts of things, there's a, bit, a lot of trial and error. We don't have the right parts. We need to go buy an extra tool. We need this. We need that. Uh, what I did was I took it into a local shop and I said... Hey, this car sounds like crap. What's wrong with it? Uh, they came back and said, oh, you need a whole new exhaust. Front to back. Muffler. Everything needs to go. It's going to run you about two grand. My brother-in-law said, uh, at two grand, it's worth more than the car. So why don't we see if we can just do it ourselves? And uh, if it breaks, we'll just replace the car anyways. But if we can do it, <laughs> Awesome. So we started down this uh, YouTube researching path and we got everything we needed from a uh, local parts store for 300 bucks. It wasn't even supposed to be that much, but the car's an import. It's a, it's a Nissan. It's not anything fancy. Um, but we got the parts we needed for 300 bucks and I would say it took us under two hours to replace the muffler and uh, totally worth it. Runs great now. Sounds beautiful. And we didn't have to replace front to back. So we ended up replacing just kind of the back quarter section of it. And uh, with a little bit of, little bit of know-how and a, a lot of YouTube videos. Just watching other mechanics do it. Uh, you can figure this stuff out. So 
I encourage you to try these things. Oil changes, tire changes, those are really easy. You can do those in your in your front yard. The muffler was a bit of a bigger project, but build yourself up to it. So don't give up on shit like that. You can save yourself a lot of money. But don't ask me for advice. I am not going to give you advice and have you fuck up your car. But I'm just saying you could do it if you wanted to. All right, this first topic. I wasn't really sure if I should include it in the shit you may have missed, but I just want to talk about it. Uh, my shaman, the, uh, the the QAnon shaman, was sentenced yesterday to over three years in prison. <laughs> oh, God, does that make me happy. Over three years of looking over your shoulder. Although he's going to be surrounded by other white supremacists, so he's probably going to be in good company. Shit, he might take on a leadership role. Um, but knowing this asshole is going to face three years in prison uh, just helped me sleep a little better last night. Um, you know, the judge said that because of his uh, outfit and the whole persona, he made himself like a focal point of the insurrection. And uh, the judge hit him pretty hard. Three years in prison is no joke. So uh, this asshole is going away. And I'm happy. And I think all those other assholes who are there, who maybe are on trial, should be getting a little nervous. Because this is now the precedent. Three years. Woohoo! Lock some of these pricks up for a little bit longer. That's it for my main topics. Now, it's time for everyone's favorite. It's shit you may have missed. And I'm going to start with Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. They released a No Way Home trailer, uh, the second one, uh, to much fanfare. They built it up. They announced it the day before. And then they said on the day of, it's coming out at 8.30. And it was like, <gasps> are we going to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield? Are we going to do it? Are we, gonna see, are we finally going to confirm the rumors? Oh, my God. <laughs> People were losing their fucking minds over this thing. And they released the trailer. And it's awesome. You've seen it. I know you've seen it. But <laughs> Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire were not in it. However, and I'm going to take over the whole screen here. I, I, I never do this, but I'm going to take over the whole screen with this next image. Um, this is the image everyone has been focusing on within the trailer. Now, for those of you who are listening on the podcast, it's a picture of what appears to be our Spider-Man, Tom Holland... Uh, jumping towards uh, an electro in the sky, a lizard king or lizard man, I forget his name, at the bottom portion of the screen, and Sandman in the back panel. What people are focusing on is the fact that it looks like the other two Spider-Men, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, have been digitally removed from this scene. Because both Electro and the lizard guy... I'm going to get ripped by real nerds on this one, uh, are not even looking at Tom Holland. There is rampant speculation that they have been removed from this scene uh, to help build up the anticipation for the movie. So, I'm comfortable saying 
these assholes are in this movie. <laughs> and I say these assholes because they have done everything in their power to keep this a secret. But man, um, this trailer just amps the hype up to 11. And it's coming up close, and I cannot wait. And uh, good lord, it's going to be just epic. And Tom Holland, whether it's a it's a play for better uh, salary or a contract negotiation, has already said that he might be done with Spider-Man. He thinks it might be time to, to move on from this character, and uh, he doesn't want to play Spider-Man until he's 30. He thinks maybe the crowd wants a Miles Morales movie. I'd be okay with that. Of course, this might just be an effort to get more money and sign like a big 7 or 10 picture deal like uh, Robert Downey Jr. did, but uh, it's something. So, Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. If you haven't watched it yet, go watch it, uh, but this scene here, this is the one where people think we're going to see them all together fighting. Surely there'll be some sort of introduction, but uh, definitely worth three minutes of your time. Next up, something fun. Some more fun stuff. I guess I should say something. This is like cute. This is like from my childhood. This is uh, from your childhood, probably, if you're listening to me. You're probably in the same age range. Um, there was a lot of Disney Plus news last week. Disney had a Disney Plus day. It was a shit ton of news. I'm not going to go into every detail. But this one I enjoyed immensely. John Mulaney and Andy Samberg have been tapped to voice Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh, do I love this. I love John Mulaney. I love Andy Samberg. I love Chippendale Rescue Rangers. This is this is a match made in heaven. Um, so I'm looking forward to this. I think you should be looking forward to this too. They're going to bring the right energy. This will be... The, uh, my wife hates my show. She doesn't watch the show. Um, but even I was like, hey, did you hear about this? <laughs> like, this is cool. Um, and, and she was super excited. Seth Rogen is apparently also attached uh, to it. I didn't catch in what role, but uh, I'm really excited about this casting news. And uh, we're running long on time here. So I'm going to skip one article and we're going to go to this one because this one just kind of pisses me off. Dave Batista and Jason Momoa have teamed up for an untitled buddy cop comedy. And the networks are driving up a bidding war for it. They think it'll be a smash success to have a buddy cop movie with these two big lug nuts. Um, if you've listened to me before, I don't like, I don't like Dave Bautista. Uh, I, don't, I think he's a little full of himself. And uh, I think he's... I think he's a little overvaluing his value to Hollywood. Jason Momoa seems cool. Seems humble. I'm not getting that feel from Dave Bautista. So, I am not looking forward to this. It's going to make a ton of money. And eventually I might watch it. Maybe illegally so no one gets any money. But, uh, I'm not looking forward to this. You might be though. But I'm so sick of Dave Bautista. I, I yeah. Are you tired of him too? Are you tired of him? Maybe I'm way off base on this one. I'm not off base on Chris Pratt, but I'm might be off base on Dave Batista. It's funny because I liked him for a while. I did. But then he started talking about his acting and oh challenge and blah blah blah. Calm down, you're a fucking action hero. You're Arnold Schwarzenegger light chill. You're not the rock. Okay, that's enough of that rant. Uh, look, we're going to throw to my interview now 
with CJ. That mom, though, this is um, just the most lovely conversation. You'll really enjoy it. Uh, so stick around for that now, and then we'll come back to wrap the show up. And now, the interview. Hello, and thanks for joining me today. I have someone I've been trying to connect with for about a month now. Uh, I know her as CJ. You probably know, know her better as that mom, though, though being THO. Uh, she is a, I'm going to say a world-famous tweeter. That's, I'm, I don't, I'm saying it. She's a world-famous tweeter, uh, regularly featured on BuzzFeed and Huffington Post for, like, funniest tweets by moms, funniest tweets by parents. Um, she's regularly featured there. And she's only been doing this, I looked it up, since July 2019. This is not a lot. Like, she went from, I'm going to guess, obscurity to, like, being featured on a national newspaper. So uh, she's also a blogger, momingonfumes.com. Great parental blog. Uh, a lot of per personal introspective stuff um, that I think people can relate to. Uh, everyone, when I say everyone, me, welcome to the show. CJ, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Super <laughs> excited to be here. <laughs> um, look, last week uh, we tried to connect. It was a disaster. Turns out it was all my fault. I figured out the mistake. Uh, so apologize for that. Uh, I want to talk to you about, uh, let, let's start by saying, tell us about your parental situation. How many kids you got? You know, how, what's the situation like at home? Um, I am married to my husband. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, you know all about how fantastic <laughs> he is. And uh, we have two kids, a son, he is eight, and a daughter, she is five. And uh, they're crazy, and my biggest source of tweet material, uh, and blessed for that, because, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a riot. They're a riot. <laughs> I just, I just, that's, yeah, that's what I got going on. <laughs> so your tweets about your kids, um, yeah. look, to have 30,000 followers featured on, on major publications, um, you must get some trolls kind of saying your kids are going to resent you one day what do you what do you think your kids are going to think about this when they know mom's tweeting about them what do you what have you said how do you feel about that that concept you know it, people will troll you about anything i had the most innocent tweet the other day where my son i said nothing prepares you for when your sweet innocent eight-year-old calls you bruh for the first time and I remember somebody, that tweet. Yeah, <laughs> told me what a horrible parent I was because you're a horrible parent. And it's like, what? No, he learned it from school or TV, I'm sure. And uh, I just sometimes I laugh. I've I've got to stop feeding them. I it's a bad habit. <laughs> but um, you just have to laugh because people most of the time I feel like these people don't have children and don't understand how children work. Um, or they speak Russian. Yeah, or they speak... <laughs> They're just Russian bots. <laughs> yeah, like, clearly you don't understand or that you've forgotten how children's minds work because, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't... I mean, my children obviously aren't aware that I'm talking about them to a bunch of internet strangers all the time. Um, hopefully, someday they'll find it funny. <laughs> That's my hope. Um, 
I don't have a lot of people bringing that point up to me yet um, because I don't post a lot of shamey type stuff, but um, yeah, I just hope that someday, you know, I'll explain it that it was all about just being funny and hopefully they'll, they'll see the humor in that. And I, I think they will, because I, I have been accused of the same. Um, yeah. You know, if you post something kind of shamey is a good word. I try not to, like, I don't post pictures of my kids and I try not to yeah. bring them into it. Um, but if a kid does something embarrassing, damn right, I'm going to share it. It's funny. Right. Um, of course. Uh, and I, I've had parents kind of say, well, what are they going to think? I'm like, well, if I've done my job of being a parent, hopefully we're on the same page and they think right. it's funny as well. And they know, I'm like, you know, if they want to make tweets about me when I'm old and shitting myself and in diapers, go for it. Like if it'll get you a few followers, do what you gotta do. <laughs> right. I mean, it's all in fun. And I, I do self depreciating tweets all the time. Yeah. I mean, like this, you got to find the humor and stuff. Cause otherwise just kind of depressing. So <laughs> it just, hopefully they realize and anybody that's what I hope anybody who follows me realize. And that's what I point out to all my trolls and people who troll my friends. Um, that I say, this is, you've stumbled into joke Twitter. Welcome. This is a, <laughs> this is posted for fun. If you want to be serious, go back to Facebook. Um, I say that a lot to people because <laughs> this is, this is for fun. And uh, if you can't find humor, you need to go somewhere else. <laughs> when you mentioned Facebook. So I noticed that on your website, mommingonfumes.com, um, yes. you don't have a Facebook link. Are you like, are you anti-Facebook? Like, are you off of Facebook? Um, it's mostly because I'm lazy, number one, um, okay. because I cannot, I just wandered onto Instagram um, recently because, I mean, managing one social media site was a lot for me and then trying to pick up steam on a second. I can't even think about a third. I'm trying to be on TikTok. I guess that's the place to be. That's kind of overwhelming. Um so Facebook was just like, no. And plus I know too many people, <laughs> Facebook, my mom, my dad, I just am kind of avoiding all of them right now. So <laughs> none of my family really knows that I'm the, about this account. Um, they're slowly starting to find my face. Um, but my parents are so untech savvy that they have not discovered me yet. So, so you, and have I, a whole, you have a whole so. alter ego online that people don't know about. I find yeah. that hard to believe because like yes, when, okay. I, when I got on Twitter and, and started to kind of venture into parenting Twitter, the first thing I did was looked at those Huffington Post articles and I started following the top people and you're like, you're there. That's why I'm like, I have a hard time believing they don't know. <laughs> yeah. My husband's family is a little more with technology, so they kind of know, but um, my family, they don't, yeah, they're not too up in the know. So um, I'm avoiding that <laughs> you don't want them to know uh, my parents especially not but I mean they don't think they'd understand it anyway they'd <laughs> be like what I don't know what you're talking about and they'd kind of just moving on why didn't you go to med school they would that would have paid the bills better um I still don't get paid to be on Twitter so <laughs> they, they'd be like okay cool whatever not many people get paid to be on Twitter <laughs> I don't think anybody does <laughs> Not unless it's linked to an OnlyFans account. Uh, that's the only way it's happening. I know I've tried and no one will subscribe to my OnlyFans. Um, it is, no. is they're not a big demand for guys who look like me. Um, no. On your website, 
it's okay to be cringy. It's okay. It's okay <laughs> to be cringy. That's it's fine. Um, on your 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 most recent blog post, um, I want to venture into mental health because you and I have talked uh, like aside and a lot about our mental health and and parenting with this kind of burden doesn't sound like their word but like struggle because it's every day and it's every situation and and it can creep up on you when you least expect it and all kinds of stuff like that so on your most recent blog post you talked about um trying to like i'll like the first comment it was just say no and like just say no to things and, and clear things out that aren't bringing you joy in life um and and that kind of thing so talk if you don't mind talk to me about kind of where you are with your mental health um because you're so open with it and and what you do and what you hope to to gain by sharing this information with other people um i think for the first time in my life and i say that fairly honestly um I feel okay. (laughs) It took a lot. I mean, I hit pretty badly at the bottom this summer. My mom had a stroke um, in April and uh, we moved cross country, um, left the job I liked. My husband liked his job, left our home that we loved, uh, packed everything up, moved. Everything was unknown. We didn't have jobs. We didn't have a house. We didn't have anything planned. We just came. And, um, that was a struggle. My kids struggled. We struggled. Um, it was bad. And I was in a really bad place all summer long and I had to struggle through it. Um, we didn't have health insurance, so I couldn't go talk to anybody. (laughs) Um, and so I had to work it out a little bit. I had gone to counseling a couple of years ago. And so I kind of, and I bought some books and read some things and talked to friends and, um, worked it all out. So I had to prioritize and, um, there are some toxic things and people and, um, just things I had to work out in my head. So the post was kind of looking back, kind of retrospective on how I got to this place finally. Um, yeah, just saying no to things that I don't have time for. I I have very limited time as a mother, as somebody who works full time, um, I don't want to hang out with people and I don't have any friends anymore now that I've moved across country, but, um, doing things, extracurricular activities, um, you know, just kind of slowly getting back into things, but there's a lot of pressure too with kids. Like they, everyone feels like you have to be scheduled. My son has just now started once a week soccer, and that is mentally all we can handle as a family, even all four of us. Um, you know, finding the time and space to do anything in life. Um, I make phone calls to friends. I see some people, you know, once a month or once every other month. Um, and just finding that mental space for what I can handle. I talk about task delegation. Again, my husband is very good at helping around the house. We make our kids do stuff. They whine. They are not good citizens in the home. (laughs) They cry about everything. Don't make me make you think that my kids are perfect little angels. They, I don't want to do my laundry, but you know, we make them because I don't want to do it either. <laughs> um, things like that. So um, it comes from a place of, I struggled. I, the reason I share my struggles is because I went through a bad postpartum with my son, my first 
uh, pregnancy and I struggled alone. I had no idea other people felt this way. So I share my uh, mental health struggles because I want people to know that it's okay and other people do feel this way. And so the best thing that can happen when I post these things or tweet about it is other people say, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I had no idea other people felt this way. And so that's why I do it. Amazing. Um, and thank you for, for sharing. And um, thank you for, for being so forthright with the the reasoning behind <laughs> it. It's, it's not easy. Um, and I couldn't help but think when you mentioned about helping your kid, making your kids do the laundry, you don't want them to be like me. I, I moved out when I was like 25. Um, and uh, my wife at the time, girlfriend, uh, said, uh, okay, I'm going to go to work or sure, wherever the hell she was going. And she's like, can you do the laundry? And I was like, yeah, I can. And then I called mom and I'm like, mom, I'm, I'm being tasked to do the laundry. I don't know where to begin. And my what? mom was literally walking me through like, okay, what does the novel say? Where do you turn it? How, what type of detergent do you have? Is it a powder? Is it a gel? Like, and I had no idea what I was mm -hmm. doing. Uh, and that was hella embarrassing, but mom did my laundry until I moved out. <laughs> yeah. My people push and I was pushed. You've got to get a good job. You've got to go to college. You've got to go to medical school. I mean, that's all I ever heard. And, um, my goal for my children is to be self-sufficient. I don't care what you do. I would like them to be happy in their job, but I need you to move out of my house, make money for yourself and be self-sufficient i don't care what what it takes <laughs> now is that uh, i'm gonna go full dr phil here does that come from a feeling yeah. of like you feel like you were dependent on people or is that like this worked for me it's gonna work for you i feel like just seeing other people struggle um i was pretty independent um and i was raised that way um but seeing other people struggle um, and seeing just people struggle as adults. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. I was pushed to do everything well. Um, I didn't go become a medical doctor, but I'm a physical therapist, but, um, I, I felt like that was a big disappointment, <laughs> but <laughs> they're proud of me now. Um, but Wait till they um, learn about Twitter, they'll lose that pride. Yeah. They're going to be like, what the heck? Um, <laughs> the, the grandkids make up for that. Now I can do anything I want, but nice. I know. Uh, yeah, it's amazing but, how little you matter once grandkids <laughs> come along, right? Yeah, now they like don't care. Like my mom found out about my back tattoo, and she's like, "Oh, well, it's fine." <laughs> Kids don't have one though, right? <laughs> right, oh, as as they don't. But yeah, it's just yeah. I just want them to take care of themselves because I see too many people struggle with basic life skills, and that's kind of what I want for them. That is so. a, a a noble a noble message. Um, and honestly, I don't, I, I can't picture a better way, more sincere, sweet way to end than on that note. I'm not going to pivot back to something more jokey than that when you end with your love and profession of your children. So uh, there you go. Uh, uh, CJ, that was great. What a great ending. Thank you so much. Um, you can follow her everywhere uh, at it's okay. On Twitter, it's, it's weird. So, I know. If you Google, if you Google that mom though, and it's T H O, you'll find everything. You'll find her Instagram, her Twitter. Da, da, da. If you're looking for her just on Twitter, it's at mom underscore T H O. Um, it's momingonfumes.com. Uh, by the way, great, great. Love momming on fumes. I came Fantastic. up with that 
super proud of myself for that one. I'm also <laughs> really surprised it wasn't taken. Me too. I googled <laughs> like it's not taken. It was very because that mom that was taken. I actually looked at that first, and it well, was the reason why I'm that nerd dad is the nerd dad is taken by some jackass. Um, and <laughs> same with uh, that nerd dad. I'm that nerd dad.ca because that nerd dad.com is taken by a guy who hasn't updated his blog since 2018. Uh, so you know, Rude. that's why I like momming on fumes, it's great and it was available. Fantastic. <laughs> And, and and the BuzzFeed and Huffington Post stuff. Uh, I guess I'll, I want to end with one more one more quick question. How yes. did the, all that come about? Did they did they find you? Did you seek them out? Like, what is going on here? I have no idea. Um, I think that just via Twitter, um, Huffington Post was first, um, and I can't remember if it was the marriage tweet first or if it was one of my kid tweets first but once one hit it seems like they had my eye on me and it seems like whenever something appears in Huffington Post those tweets end up in BuzzFeed and elsewhere um they steal your tweet they take it and they run with it um today's show will pick up some of them so that's amazing fun uh, yeah those are fun um but yeah, they just a Netflix family. Those are fun to be in um, the Friday features. Uh, yeah, so there's there's a few. It's always fun to see your name. Um, Jennifer Garner read one of my tweets, and that was like the highlight of my life. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> my words. <laughs> oh my gosh! So that was that made my life right there. Okay, so I'm gonna help you. Uh, once this ends, I'm gonna help you. We're gonna try and figure out how to monetize this shit. Uh, you need to start, you gotta start making some money off this. This is bullshit. Uh, we gotta figure out how to make you some money. Uh, I gotta get famous on TikTok. I hear that's the thing to do, and I gotta figure out how to make videos. I'm terrible at that. I, uh, I have said this many times whenever I'm on TikTok, and I've done a few, uh, I feel like a fraud. I'm like, this is not natural. This is not me. No, right. we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll do it. I think, I think we've got a partnership here. Uh, yeah. it's recorded, it's gonna go. Uh, you know, so now we're, you're locked in. Uh, you're in, you're in business with me. I'm sorry to say that. Uh, CJ, thank you so much. Uh, thank you. I, I really can't thank you enough. She's that mom, though. Uh, you can find her everywhere. You just heard all this stuff. Thanks again. You're welcome. Now, how do I stop recording is how I typically end these. I think it's control R. Nope. Control N. Nope. Nope. It's okay. I leave this part. It's it. It's the show. I told you it was good, man. She is something special. Uh, she she's a lot of fun to talk to, and we're definitely gonna have her back on uh, again in the future. Uh, we've actually off off camera. We talked about a number of different little projects that maybe maybe we want to partner on, or I can assist her with, or she can assist me with. And as a result of me even getting her as an interview, um, it's helped me get more <laughs> people interested in being interviewed to talk about their parental experience uh and and their passion because it's nice to hear people talking about things they're passionate about it's it's nice to hear it it's uh from a from a creative standpoint it gets those juices flowing it makes you want to create more yourself and and to me that's the joy of life is creating um putting something out there that wasn't there before uh, potentially entertaining someone 
potentially educating someone. These are all the things that kind of keep me going. And I do it for for you guys, for me. I do it for for the greater good as much as I can. And I appreciate the shit out of everyone who listens to this and tells a friend and has stuck with me from the beginning. Um, it, it's continuing to grow every week over week. And I really cannot thank you enough. So um, I, I greatly appreciate your support. Uh, I want to thank DeanBlendell.com, of course. Helped me get this thing off the ground uh, about a year year ago, year and a month ago. And uh, continued to be a, a big supporter of mine. So thank you to DeanBlendell.com. If you haven't, check out their website for kind of irrelevant, uh, not irrelevant, irreverent is the word I meant to say. Irreverent news. It's always fun and entertaining stuff. And his podcast is the number two daily news podcast in Canada. Check him out on youtube.com slash DeanTube. Want to thank Blue Microphones. Why didn't the picture show up? There it is. Blue Microphones. They are a proud sponsor. Maybe not proud, but they are a sponsor of that Nerd Dad podcast. I sound this good. I look this good with these awesome headphones because of them. So, I'm lining up my guests for next week. I don't even have a tease on it yet because I haven't firmed it up, but I'll find one. Someone will come out of the woodwork and want to talk to me. Tell a friend. Tell an enemy. Subscribe. We'll talk next week. Here's my son. Thanks for listening. Damn. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.